Hi guys, welcome to episode 6 of the Peak Potential podcast by Nova Semita. I am your host Shelton and today I have with me Adarsh who is a final year student in Government Model College of Engineering in Kerala. Hi Adarsh. Yeah, hey, hi, hey Shelton. Nice yeah, to be here. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, glad to, glad to host you on this podcast finally. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Adarsh, just to quickly dive into things um, and, get, and get to it. Uh, currently, you're a final year student in government college, right? Yes, that that is correct. And you're studying computer science. Yep, I'm computer science student. Okay, and also, I mean, apart from from managing college, you've also launched your own startup called Alert.ai. Yes, we did. Not just me, also a couple of friends. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so could you tell us a bit more what is the concept behind the project? Uh, do you want to hear about the product or uh, you know how we started up? Um, tell us about the product first and then we'll go into details on how you guys started up. Okay, so uh, Alert AI is basically a platform which aggregates news. So think of uh, like a news platform, but mm-hmm. instead of your sports category or like, uh, you know, entertainment, we have really, we, we uh, you know, have really niche use cases like uh, illegal wildlife trading or like uh, petroleum explosion like we have these categories about these uh, oil products and uh, you know these uh, cyber crime financial crime and uh, you know stuff like that so the t- uh, demo target demographic we're serving this it's a b2b company so we'll definitely okay. be serving large corporates and companies which need access to like custom niche uh, use cases Maybe okay. for example, you know, you are set, you are expanding your business to uh, Turkey. So you want to know uh, about the bank risk in Turkey. So you can create a model on the go by uh, using a, by by going through a couple of steps in a platform and just create a new category to classify news and get alerted on that particular. So you can get alerted whenever there is a, a bank risk whenever there is a rise in bankers associated in Turkey. So like that, we can like do, uh, you know, use cases for like a whole different scenarios. Okay, so it's highly specific to the your client's use case and depending on what sort of a business model they run. Yeah, exactly. All right. So if say I am I'm a company that's involved in say a petroleum tanker transportation and safety. Yep. And if I want to expand to a new um, state or a new country, I can use alert.ai to get all the updates all news related content specifically to say the niche i choose which is petroleum theft on highways yep exactly all right okay cool and basically that will give me a consensus uh, or a general idea of what the scene is like over there and whether it's safe or unsafe and what's the reality of it happening on the ground as opposed to the data that already exists yeah, that is also there, but like the uh, general thing is that we can build use cases, and uh, it's mostly used. It'll be mostly used for uh, monitoring uh, companies like KYC and like due diligence and uh, to to like see if like uh, one of your client, which is gonna be a business, is involved in some illegal uh, trade oh, or okay. money laundering. So you can use it for like a whole different uh, cases of scenario. So the example I use, the Turkey case, that's a bit easy to get your mind around what this product does. All right, fair enough. So uh, I guess this would have some PR implications as well. Yes, yeah. Uh, it's basically a solution to, uh, you know, uh, manage reputational risk. 
which is okay. like basically your pr image so when did you guys start this project so uh, the project basically started uh, at the end of uh, uh, september but we uh, registered it as a startup only at the like uh, end mid of december okay how did you go about conceptualizing this and you know realizing that or identifying the need for a product like this and then going ahead and building it uh so that's what i think god we got really really lucky uh so you know like uh you know startups you really need like a mix of hard work and luck so we got lucky in the start so that is mm-hmm. that like uh, at the st- like uh, when i uh, finished my summer internship at the uh you know last year so end of uh, third year uh so i really want to like i worked in a startup so i really want to you know start some of my something on my own uh or not on my own something like you know you can uh stay with stick with from the start so uh so i'm really active on reddit so uh more specifically on like the subreddits like uh, finance like data science and uh, uh my uh, interest like uh, light in data science like and fintech uh, you know more specifically so uh i used like uh, you know go around reddit have conversation about all these stuff so i was really looking forward to, like building some Uh, something really cool i really didn't want to work on the customer end but really on the business end of things so i met this person he is one of our co-founders so okay. i met met this person his name is claude so uh, he uh, was an executive director at like a large international bank and uh, you know uh, he works as a head of risk at another international bank which is in london so uh, we kind of brainstormed this idea so he had this idea so uh, we kind of like brainstormed this idea about like you know how we may like build it as like on a product and uh, he kind of like uh, said like yeah he'll help us bring the clients like he has contacts in the industry so mm-hmm. like if we can uh, build the product together you know it'll be really nice so uh, uh, also another thing another way we got lucky is that uh, one of my classmates is uh, kegel master so he's one of the, like the top 25 data scientists in the world so uh, we, okay yeah so we, we brainstormed it together and it was like the perfect mix so i handled the data engineering side he's a data scientist he builds these models and mm-hmm. uh, we get the clients and like the industry insights from uh you know uh, our other co-founder all right and so how how did you meet um, your first co-founder um the guy who said is executive director at the bank okay so basically uh so i like i said like uh, there's this subreddit called data science which i'm okay. really active in oh so you met him over reddit reddit yeah <laughs> oh shit that's so cool man <laughs> yeah that's what i said luck matters a lot yeah uh, that's that's really cool uh. it's interesting to know that reddit also can be a good source to finding a co-founder and yeah. getting a company started that's nice and so uh, right now where are you guys at with the product uh right now so basically this is a huge product like uh, you know we need to like monitor news globally so okay. we are at a stage so we're nowhere near our finished product so we okay. are finishing the mvp so uh, <laughs> so we have the front end ready we have the user serving apis all that ready so what's uh, so what what we're doing now is like we are building the architect so we we even have the architecture and individual components everything is ready so we're building a huge microservice architecture to uh, you know uh, to uh, you know fit this functionality so mm-hmm. all the individual microservices are finished so right mm-hmm. now we're in the process of integrating it together using like google pub sub which is like a really cool uh, oh, all right. yeah 
that's very cool and so i mean i'm really curious adarsh because um getting started out of college is no easy task and given the scale of this project how do yep. you go about really balancing your college life your academics and you know again finding time to dedicate on this uh on on alert.ai as well uh so you know i would like uh you know suggest this to anyone basically it's basically by sacrificing uh academics uh okay. not academics like basically college life college not social life but college mm-hmm. so another thing we got lucky is like we only come started committing full time this semester so basically uh, is, since it's mostly projects we don't really need to go to class and we like talk with our you know hod and teachers and they were like okay yeah, cool uh, you know you guys build this and like you can submit it as your final year project if you want so so we we're not sacrificing anything we don't have to like drop out we can graduate with a degree mm-hmm. and like a, you know a star, like a successful startup if i may if it okay. works out at the end how do you go about convincing um, your professors uh, what was their reaction like when you told them like uh, you know hey I, i'm starting up this company and I, i'm i'm sure your other co-founders is a batchmate of yours as well right yeah we have two uh, like we have two people like uh, like totally three in our college and okay. like uh, yeah so uh, basically we went around uh, if i can i use the word bullshit yeah, sure <laughs> yeah so we uh, basically went around bullshitting a lot saying like uh, you'll get like so the thing is like convincing the teachers is, uh, is hard so you yeah. so to like increase the stakes and to make sure they'll you know give us what we want we told them like okay we'll make a million dollars uh by the end we'll get like a million dollar investment it's like a great uh, <laughs> uh, name for college like if it happens yeah. that you know students in the so yeah so we kind of like uh, you know uh coerced them into like <laughs> uh, meeting our demands <laughs> okay that's i mean um i mean i'd say it's not it's not specifically bullshitting um because i mean in case you do make a million dollars works out right <laughs> yeah exactly <yeah. laughs> so uh, uh, right now it's i believe it's bootstrap but are you looking at are you guys going to be raising funds or anything anytime uh, so we wouldn't really need to like raise any funds because mm-hmm. we have two clients on the standby so okay. uh, so so the thing is if we can prove that uh, you know if we can prove using the models that it's like mm-hmm. uh, you know we don't even need the, a dashboard or anything which can if we can okay. just prove by uh using a jupiter notebook that uh you know uh there are uh, our model works and there are the necessary uh you know samples there are enough signals in the news uh mm-hmm. to justify building the whole thing for that particular uh, company um okay. you know we can ask them for like a, a proof of concept uh like a, you know a fund so basically they'll so right now so we can ask them for like a, maybe like $50000 to uh, as a like a three month contract to build mm-hmm. the whole uh, you know ecosystem for whatever use cases they want okay. and uh, we use that 50000 we build this thing and deliver it within three months like uh, totally you know deploy it in their own cloud and stuff like that so mm-hmm. you know i think $50000 is like more than enough for us to like uh, you know <laughs> like sustain for a long time that. yeah yeah as well as manage costs yeah uh, that's pretty intense um, especially i mean not just the scope of the project but then handling that level of a client as well as that much money i'm sure it, it must be i mean do you feel like it's a surreal experience from time to time that that you can't really believe that you're actually doing this right now <laughs> no that's a funny part because uh, i just feel like 
you know uh, like i just feel like there's a lot of work to be done okay. i don't i don't feel like you know where any because if i start feeling comfortable where i am because then we won't move really move forward so i i always feel this constant not anxiety but i'll say like constant pressure pressure uh, <laughs> to complete this thing uh to deliver it but it's mm-hmm. fun but it's fun and does it stress you out at times no no not really I, like i wanted it so you know it doesn't really uh, stress me out like stress me out but you know okay. you need a small uh, part of stress to like you know uh, rush things mm-hmm. like to build things quickly mm-hmm. so yeah nothing to you know make me like uh, you know uh, frown or nothing like okay. that okay right now it's a team of you have three more people from your college working on this right yeah to- total four like two from oh. uh, including me three okay from including all right all right and was it did you find it an easy job to sort of convince them and get them on board or were they more or less on the same page they um, were absolutely on the same page so okay. basically uh, so the data scientist so like uh, so we uh, so we like the moment i said it he was in he was like okay tell me what we need how we can do this so the other co-founder so we had this like we both were like uh, from the end of first year onwards we were like uh, you know fixated on building something building something so mm-hmm. we both used to he used to be the business guy i used to be the tech guy uh, okay. so we used to be like uh, brainstorm ideas all the time and uh, we actually built like two applications uh, <laughs> you know back in back at the end of first year i mean sec- end of like mid second year we uh, you know got together we kind of like convinced a couple of first years to build us like two applications and uh, one was an ar app and one was like a really uh nice looking dieting app but then oh, uh, back okay. then we were quite naive so uh, mm-hmm. uh but then in third year you know i was like more into internships but so at the end of uh, you know when this project started i like told him bro there's this thing going on so we both are like on the same same page all the time so it was literally there was no convincing they were all on the same page oh that's that's awesome man uh and given that you've been working on projects so you said you've been working on projects since what first year uh yeah building yeah, stuff correct yeah uh what i mean again this is more of a vague question but i mean if you do have insights around this that i'm sure would be helpful for anyone listening so from between building things out in first year and then to working on a large scale project where you are right now dealing with actual clientele having a company registered what would you say have been some learnings from 3 to 4 years back that have been able to get you to the point that you are right now so uh, basically i've been uh, very uh, you know outgoing and like uh, uh, opportunistic so first around was like i used to like uh, you know uh, uh, so i used to be uh, active in open source a lot so that like i can make my cv look really good so uh, so i'd say that like uh, what enabled me to like you know be in a position to handle such a project was that i am i think i'm like uh, like i won't say really great at communicating i'd say i'm pretty like uh, okay at communicating and i do not hesitate to ask questions like uh, you know if i even if i embarrass myself i'll just ask something if mm-hmm. that's bothering me so uh, that got me a lot of uh, you know uh, kicks in the before this thing itself like uh, uh, you know i i did a lot of uh, uh, like at the end of second year i did google summer of code because i used like uh, you know i know them with all this uh, uh, you know questions about the open source okay. project and stuff like that uh-huh. so basically it's like asking a lot of questions and then 
taking the suggestion what they like whoever says very seriously and like uh, like and if people feel that like they're being heard you know they their and their opinions are being uh, translated into something valuable they're willing to help you out more so yeah it's like a feedback loop and that's what i'd say helped me the most uh, that's 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 pretty awesome uh, i think that's that's a that's a really key skill which i think a lot of people overlook or underestimate themselves from doing uh, i've noticed that with a lot of people they get apprehensive about asking questions for the fear of uh, you know someone might mock them or you know it might yeah. be an obvious thing and and they're not sure about it and you know that that hesitation then you know ends up holding you back like you given to that fear of not doing or not taking a step forward right yeah exactly i think the people who are able to overcome that at at whatever point i mean for you i'm guessing um this came more naturally to you is what i assume from a younger age yeah i guess like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and, i've been like this like i used like not pro- i just started programming at the end of like school but like i used to i know i remember like i used to ask a lot of questions even uh when i was a small like when i was small but like but the important thing was it was not asking questions like most specifically when i was young i was not afraid to embarrass myself and i did quite a <laughs> lot quite a lot of that when i was young so <laughs> that's cool well i think uh, i don't know, almost uh, everyone i'm seeing who's doing things nowadays are guys who are willing to embarrass themselves yeah learn from that that's so important i think what happens is some of us um, we embarrass ourselves the first time and then we give up and we give in because we don't want to be in that we don't want to be vulnerable again yeah. and i think the guys who actually end up building something and doing something significant are the guys who embarrass themselves multiple times and then you know get that one win which sets the tone for what they end up doing ahead yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so adarsh uh, like moving forward uh, with this project as well like uh, is is i'm i'm assuming after college you're going to dive into this full time as what i assume right yep exactly all three of all all three of us in the college are going to come in full time uh, do you feel the risk at all like how how does how do you sort of mitigate the risk given that um, on the other side of this like right now you're starting a company and you've already got registered so there's a certain sense of commitment in this project plus you have yeah. clients as well Yeah. um but then on the other end of it when you know being a final year student i'm i'm pretty sure you and your friends must have got some placement offers and uh, you would be at a point now where you'd have to turn that down right uh actually <laughs> to be fair i didn't even sit for placements <laughs> oh okay and i mean any reason i was it because of this project or just in general that you didn't want no, to no like the thing was i was pretty calm so i was like uh, you know if i was going to look for a backup you know then i was not confident in my like uh you know like the my number one decision that i'm going to take right so okay. that's so that's what how my mindset was that like if i'm looking for a placement then i'm not serious serious about mm-hmm. the main thing i'm going to do mm-hmm. so yeah I, yeah i didn't really also one of my partner he got admitted into uh university of texas dallas and oh, wow. he he rejected the <laughs> offer <laughs> I'm pretty sure the placement sale must have not been happy about that. Uh, yeah, kind of. You know, they were not happy, uh, you know, with me from like third year onwards because uh, I didn't go for one of their, their internships. Is there is there any backlash of sorts um, from like you said uh, earlier that you know the faculty has been pretty cool and of course you did have to 
bullshit your way around some things but yeah. uh, that, uh, does that impose um, restrictions on say your current college experience or is it something that you know doesn't affect at all uh so basically sacri- it's just like we're sacrificing uh, you know uh, academics so mm-hmm. more specifically but like yeah we i have like a you know i go out sometimes with like friend circles not like you know i'm sacrificing everything all friends everything mm-hmm. all dating it's not like that like it's just like you know you got just got to find the right amount of balance like to like uh, you know commit to your startup and then mm-hmm. uh, to like your friends and everything so it's not that hard really but like you know uh, it's not like i'm completely being optimistic because uh, you know it's a startup you can fail anytime you know it's not we do not have any uh, guarantee that it's going to work out in like 6 months time so uh-huh. you know yeah so it's understanding one thing it's understanding the risk you know understanding okay. that you know it might work out it might not work out but still like giving it your best because it's a learning experience because uh, right now we're getting to learn like the new tech but right now we're getting to learn a lot about all these industries like the oil industry and like the real estate industry by talking to clients and that is that that learning experience even if we fail that's going to stick with me right so yeah mm. we're fully prepared to fail if it happens we you know we figure some way out if it happens but right now yeah we're not like too we're not too worried about that yeah all right fair enough man i do wish you the best with this project moving forward and yeah. i i really like to have you on the podcast again like 4 months from now or 5 months from now yeah because i mean by then you'll have some clients you'll already have deployed this project i'm i'm pretty sure there'll be a lot more new insights from that experience as well yeah hopefully <laughs> <laughs> all right um, cool adarsh um, thanks for joining me on this podcast i know it was a bit of a short notice but thanks for coming on and sharing your thoughts and insights thanks for joining us um, thanks everyone who's tuned into this session of the podcast as usual if um, you'd like to leave uh, share your thoughts or leave some comments you know how to get in touch with us i'll be adding a link to adarsh's um, twitter profile as well as his website in the description below Um thanks others for joining us. Yep, sure. It was a pleasure to be here. Sure. Yeah. All right. Thanks guys. Hello. Bye-bye and bye. Bye-bye.